Melissa Rose, and you're listening to Good Times, Great Movies. And meet me at the waterfront after the social. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. You are here, and so are we. There's two of us, and it's I, Jamie Lorello. On the other end of things is D.P. McCambridge. Here we go, taking you for a ride in the 80s, in 1982. 80. Oh, 80. 82, 82, 82. Exactly. I'm sorry. Is it sorry, 82? it was yeah. filmed in 80. It sat on the shelf for a couple of years, just trying to figure out what to do with this thing. Polishing itself up. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are discussing a 1982 movie because we discuss movies from the 80s, um, which you probably know because you've been listening. And if you're a new <laughs> listener, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Now you know what we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you've just been going into whatever Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you're like, I wonder if anyone's talked about The Forest and you've been doing this for years and finally... Finally, you found a podcast that has talked about the movie The Forest. Why would we do such a thing? For Arbor Day? Is that why we're doing it? Yeah, Arbor Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for Arbor Day. Anytime anytime I talk about Arbor Day, I think of, and it's such a a throwaway line from The Naked Gun, where he's, I think he asked Priscilla Presley out on a date, and she Mm -hmm. goes, well, I, I don't think so. I have to uh, be up early tomorrow, you know, being Arbor Day. And, oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's nonsense. But I love how you just, he just nods and understands yeah, Arbor Day. That's pretty That's important. what you get up early and you hug a tree. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. we're, hug, we're like hugging a, literally the forest, um, a movie without this podcast I would have never known existed. That's a lot of movies we covered. Yeah, we that is through. actually a lot of movies that we cover, which makes me so happy. Sometimes it's gold and sometimes it's... Um, the forest. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes <laughs> it's lace, and sometimes yeah. it's the forest. Yes, yeah, right. And I think we can both agree that there is some joy to be found in both. Now, different mm. degrees or percentages of joy, let's say. Okay, if you're gonna put the joy meter on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but there is a joy meter with everything we cover. <laughs> I think. So. The joy meter. <laughs> sometimes the needle barely lifts above zero. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like. Uh, for you, Xanadu. Right? Oh, no, you liked Xanadu, didn't you? I did not like Xanadu, not, but I've come yeah. around on Xanadu. Like on skates, you're just coming around. Uh-huh, yep. All right. Yeah, I told you, your husband was right, I was wrong. <laughs> Xanadu is great, I was wrong when I watched it the first time. It just took you a minute, it's okay. It's a, it happen. took me until Can't Stop the Music to make <laughs> me realize I love everything singing and dancing and... Bring it on. 80s. You take... 80s and you combine them with singing dancing and roller skates i think i'm totally into it i think you are too so i'm gonna throw down the challenge listeners can you please recommend movies we haven't covered that have those three ingredients that's got to be some that we like that we have not discovered that people know that's maybe a mini series that goes on for four hours i don't care what it is i'll watch i'll watch people skate for four hours this Mm -hmm. had no singing no dancing and no roller skates 
Roller skates may be the closest thing to making an appearance in this movie, and it didn't do it. If we ever if we ever went inside a house, we might see roller skates in this movie. We were we were for a little bit at dinner. Uh, we had... They were outside, Jamie. Oh. They were outside because they were garbage. Oh, that's cans. right, because he threw it in the garbage can. That's right. <laughs> the fact that they were outside underneath what it what was just a lamp. Like I guess a lamp that had a long extension cord going to the side of the let's, house. Let's let's just say the budget was very limited for this movie. They couldn't even afford to shoot indoors. It all no. had to be outside. I thought that would be more expensive. Turns out I guess it's cheaper. No, because it's free land. You just go go on it. You don't have to rent anybody's house or do anything like that. I You're guess. You're right. Yeah, you wait for a family to go on vacation, you film mm-hmm. outside their house, and then mm-hmm. you wander into random woods and without That's a permit and just start filming and see what happens. Beautiful area, beautiful little landscape they happen stanced upon. The Sequoia National Park mm-hmm. is where this mm-hmm. was uh, filmed. Oh, you're nodding as though you know this. Did well, you yes, know this? yes, yes, because I, I've been to the Sequoia, so the some of the geography looked familiar. However, I would like to you, think that you looked at a rock and you were like, I know that. Yeah, I've, I've been to that, that rock. <laughs> That's you true. That guy's eating no, human no, flesh. I sat there. I sat inside that that cave, that monster's cave. Um, no, but <laughs> I have to tell you, the Sequoias are more than a four hour drive from Los Angeles. Okay. So, that was a little fibbing on their part. But I guess they had to hurry the trip along. You can't spend a half a day's oh. journey just getting <laughs> the, the there. The way you make that sound is it's more than just a four-hour drive. It's also an educational experience. I was ready for <laughs> that to be the tag at the end of that. <laughs> no, it was just, it's more than just a four-hour drive, period. It is a longer drive. As a, of- as a former L.A. resident, did you love the fact that the beginning of this movie just was guys yelling like i hate traffic i hate la so much they were so they that's why they needed to get away from it all that's why Mm -hmm. they needed to take their sequoia trip anytime they were in the car though you didn't see cars around them but you pull back to stock footage of traffic jams in la everyone was uh everywhere Mm -hmm. Uh, but it is the forest oh before we talk about the forest i do want to just very quickly plug uh go to our website uh, Mm -hmm. goodtimesgreatmovies.com there's links to our merch, our Facebook, our Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. And I don't know if this is a selling point for our Patreon, but no. you listeners might know that for the past two episodes, we covered Lace. Now, yes. if you're a regular listener, what you heard is us talk about Lace for about two hours and 40 minutes. That's a <laughs> long time. It's a big patrons. You heard us talk about Lace for three hours and 50 wow. minutes. Wow. You are some lucky patrons. Because there's a whole lot of Lace. Or a whole lot of us doing terrible accents. Imitating right. and the accents. An hour and Lace. ten minutes more patrons got from that Lace episode. And people might think, oh, I've heard you talk about it. And basically it's just pee breaks or Jamie singing. Or Which is a great you- thing. Right, or you flubbing lines or something right. like that. No, we talk for a good 15, 20 minutes before we actually start the episode. <laughs> and sometimes in, uh, you know, in regards to Lace, we talk for, I don't know, a half hour each episode. Well, you got to work your way into Lace. You don't just jump into it and, like, start diving into those characters. you got to, like, like Lace itself, you hold it delicately. Right. You don't just shimmy, shake it. 
Yes, you have Shimmy. to put on your feather Ooh. nightgown mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. really just... You have to you light have, your cigarette, you several have to have of them. several cigarettes before you start recording for the regular listeners. There's we just a lot talk about that lace again? Episodes. Are we just going to talk about lace again? I feel like I we... got it. No, we have to stop. Like, we're okay. 20 minutes into this right now. And again, if you're not a patron, <laughs> we're like 10 minutes in. Um, but we should get on to... We have to put lace behind us, but... All right. Lace is going to be something that I think sticks with us for quite a while, especially oh, yeah. when you get your copy of the book. Oh. You Wait, mean, you have it? I'm taking a picture tonight. It came this evening, right before we podcasted. That's at my a doorstep. thick book. And oh. it also. And it's a shit, library. It belonged to the library. That's like a Gone with the Wind size yeah. book. It is 750 pages. But the cover looks like it's from. Uh, What's that? Gray. I almost said Gray's and I almost said Gray's Anatomy sex book. But what's no, the, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's the Gray's Anatomy sex book. No, it is. It says before Fifty Shades. That's there right. was lace. So this must be Pretty very saucy. Yeah, I guess. I I just love how we talked about it, what great stuff patrons get, and now I just totally cut this out for the regular people, <laughs> and they're like, oh, I wonder what she talked about. It wasn't just names of characters from lace for a while right <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into this movie the forest from 1982 as we said directed by don jones starring a bunch of people who on their imdb have the forest and nothing else oh really all of them i kind of expected that yeah it's 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 everyone in the, everyone no. in this movie i i do have to say they make it's not shot poorly it's, it's really not. I mean, I know that we watched this on YouTube, and so mm -hmm. the quality was probably pretty bad. But, like, the wide shot of this gigantic meadow that we start with when both... Oh, where these two, this one first couple is yes. walking through? Yeah. It looks really nice. Like, it looks like a place where I would love to go backpacking. Yeah, yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's uh, very... This movie also has, like, 70s music all over this oh, thing. Oh, yeah. This yeah. really is... I mean, we did um, Beat it's the It's such a long... How of, to Beat the High Cost of Living. Yes, How to Beat the High Cost of Living. And we said that was the most 70s, 80s movie. This, I was shocked when it said 82, because I was like, this was clearly filmed in 78. Yeah, but you said 80 was yeah. when it was filmed, and then it was shelved. Yeah. Yeah, no, they had a... What was that one song they sang? Oh, the songs are amazing in this movie. Yeah. They're so You say great. amazing. You say amazing. Oh, they're fantastic. There's just a song that I think is called The Forest. And is that when he's walking through and it's like, you see dark things. Yep. Yeah. On the dark <laughs> yes, side. It is can't so get great. I can't sing the tune at all, obviously. But Don't yeah, worry. the lyrics come on as they're like walking at night. Down, oh, it's, perfect. It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. So it's a man and a woman, and they're going backpacking. This woman is so nervous, and she keeps looking around. <laughs> the shots every now and then. So like you said, it's this beautiful. You can hear the birds chirping. And they're, for a lot of this movie, it's just the people walking through the forest. It's, that's, it's just that. Yeah. It's not them even being scared and walking. No. Although we do get this woman every now and then. <laughs> just... Like every, I don't know, two to three minutes, she looks nervously at she the is camera. So scared, bug-eyed, <laughs> and like, oh, what is that? And then, but they then they just keep walking along, and she doesn't yeah. say anything about it at first. She just keeps stopping and staring, and you see some sort of shadowy figure, 
kind of right. crossing their path. But it's so um, great because she's with this guy and she is so nervous on edge. But apparently she never says anything to this guy. He's just hiking no. along like it's a Sunday afternoon and he's having the time of his life. And she looks so freaked out. Like you said, every few minutes she just turns and looks afraid. <laughs> she does stop him at a certain point, though. And uh, she says she thinks maybe it's bears. She's a little uncertain. And he's very much like, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know how this makes her feel safer, but she decides to lead then. She says, well, I'll go. I'll go go first. Don't worry about it and everything. And this guy's like, fine, that's okay. And then she hustles in front, like doesn't even really check on him. She's just, she's like on a sprint (laughs) to get to wherever they're going. And this guy, this, the very very beginning of this movie, and this happens several times in this movie, I have no idea where anyone is in relation to anyone else. To each other, yeah, this guy's looking around, and we see some killer moving around, she's appears to be miles away like i had no idea where anyone else was well i didn't understand her um her thought process if she was scared something was she thought out there wouldn't she just let's stick together let's stay tight and close she says let me lead and just starts (laughs) leapfrogging ahead of him and then yeah now he starts to see the creepy object because i guess it's only if you're walking Right. Taking the second half. I mean, there is a chance this? that this guy was just really slow. Because, again, once she starts leading, she's off like a shot. She's and like, he, come on, Slowpoke. It's my turn to lead. And yeah. he's trailing behind immediately. He's having a tough time right from the start. Yeah. But then it's. <laughs> and do we see the knife every now and then? I think we do. We see the bloody knife. Yes. We yeah. see the knife a little bit here and there. But we certainly mm-hmm. see the knife when he comes out and just totally stabs his dude. Oh, yeah. He says, and the dude goes, no, please, no. No other fight, no scream, no. no. And which makes you think that this killer must look insane because, no, you know, you don't even try to fight him. You don't even try to do anything. Right. But You're expecting some sort of, like, person who escaped from an asylum mm-hmm. and maybe looks like they've been... Spoiler, living in the woods for a very long time. When we meet our killer, nope, just looks like a trucker who may have taken a nap, like, in a ditch for a day or two. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bad wig on. I don't know what's (laughs) happening with his hair. Well. But, and then he's got the one... yeah, we'll, we'll get into his wardrobe. He's got the rip on his shirt. That's not really a rip. It's never dirty either. No, he never it's that dirty. Just, it got stuck <laughs> on a bridge who, one day. Yeah. He ripped a little bit. And he's like, i got to keep wearing this shirt, but i I got to make sure I take care of this area. Or it's really just going to rip itself, and, and, and my right. shirt's going to be ripped in half. And, and you know, I only two have years the one. Later, he's totally fine still. I didn't think to bring my lab coat into the woods. What, <laughs> what does he do for a living? What kind know. of scientist is he? When he showed up in a lab coat. I don't know. But I wish we... <laughs> I was like... Like, just the fact that they were like, I don't know, put him in a lab coat, I guess. We have to say that he was at work at some point. Listeners, not to skip ahead, but there's this this killer. Yeah, we, we'll get there. We'll this get there. Like, if you haven't seen the movie and then we're talking about lab coats, you're like, where are they now? Hold on. Hold when on he tight. Kills, when he kills that refrigerator repairman and he's just everywhere, like Jason Voorhees, every time this guy turns oh around, God. he's sitting there with a different weapon each time. That was my favorite part. That was my favorite it's, part it's because amazing. it was the funniest. 
All right, all right. Let's that's that's we're we're ahead of the game. Let's Go, let's back we're it up. a little to, too fast. No, yeah, like our lead walker here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Husband or partner or whatever he is, her her male companion has now been stabbed to death. He did make a uh, noise, I think, as he was being stabbed, which alerted her to, oh, he's not behind me. She looks around, doesn't stop. She is she no, is moving. I think she hears him say, no, please no, and she goes, did you say something? <laughs> Did you say, were you begging for your life? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Say, come again? I'm at, I'm too far ahead now. So you just figure it out. But yeah, she, um. Come again, slow book. Meet me at the campsite if you're not dead. <laughs> also, where's this campsite that they're always looking for and it's nobody ever one, seems to find? And it's, if that is the site by the cave, I mean, it's cute there by the water and everything, but it's such a big forest don't you think there'd be several camping sites yes they seem so frustrated that they have to camp by that little stream and i'm like this is kind of nice like why isn't this the campsite but they're like oh i don't know i guess we're lost i have and i like how the guys and the girls both get lost in the same area oh, yeah yeah just to get right to the same but so are they really lost hmm. this guy gets killed yeah when she runs, to, did he get his, I think that's the the killer's MO, right? He slices necks too. Like he stabbed him in the stomach, but I think he also sliced his neck. I, I don't, I didn't really pay attention to what he did. When, when that blonde girl gets murdered, it is pretty brutal. Like it is not this woman. We don't really see anything oh. horrible, but the, the blonde girl that, you know, spoiler ends up getting eaten. Like when he's stabbing mm. her in the back and she's trying to crawl away and everything like that was a pretty rough murder for this dumb little movie that had no budget no. behind it. But it wasn't, it, there was no, and this is coming from me, there wasn't, like, enough of that, like, look at, there, there was, like, even the blood was, like, a little bit of splatty blood. I, I just found that murder, for whatever reason, to be... A little more graphic. A little more brutal and graphic yeah. than yeah. this movie warranted i'm gonna say but you're right no there's no there's no horrible brutal gross gory violence mm -mm. they didn't have the budget for that mm -mm. even when he's gonna skin that guy he's like mm, time to get to skin and oh i've been interrupted like they don't even have the makeup budget for that no no we were waiting for it to see charlie get elf skinned but this woman is murdered she is eventually tracked down and yes. killed by this mysterious killer Ooh, we by don't this know floating knife yeah yeah we, oh, yeah. He kills during in broad daylight. Who knows yeah. what kind of crazy, crazy mm -hmm. psychopath this guy is. Mm -hmm. Then it is a cut to, I don't know, a five-minute traffic report that we get to listen to. Oh, yeah, we do get to hear about all the freeways and all the exits that are jammed out in, in L.A. in 1980. Yeah. It, it really, like, it is just shots of L.A. traffic mm -hmm. with a traffic report running over it like that is the way we're introduced to i guess the heroes of this movie i'm not sure yeah, but it takes so long for anything to even get started like i get it yeah the cold open murder that's cool but then like i said we just listen to a droning traffic report. well even it's the crazy. cold open murder before the murder happens we just walk in the forest it, it takes forever for yeah. <laughs> Yep, it takes forever. Anytime someone is driving a car or walking in the forest, that's the majority of this movie. Yeah, the killing was quick. Like, by the time he got stabbed and then she got stabbed, that happened, and it was, was, was what it was. Um, and then same here. Now, we, we get a lot of different angles of the 405 
Then finally we see these two dudes in a car. Yeah. And did you sense any sexual tension between the two of the, them? They are constantly arguing and bickering like an old married couple. <laughs> they really are. They, they are. I also love that we get no backstory to these characters, to their relationship. No. We're halfway through this movie before I went, wait, they're married to those women? I have oh, yeah. no idea. You don't know, but that's part of their discussion in, in the car. So they're in the car and oh, is Charlie. It? Okay. Yeah. Charlie... Um, is who reminds me? Is it Foreigner? Who reminds me of the lead singer in one of those '80s bands I can't place right now? But which one's Charlie? Is Charlie the dark-haired or one? Not mustache? No, dark-haired one. Mustache. Mustache looks like J.K. Simmons. If J.K. Simmons had hair and like a little mustache there, no. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm seeing it. I'm picturing it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know who J.K. Simmons is? He's the, he's the guy in Whiplash. The uh, drumming movie the guy who yells oh, at that kid a lot okay yeah. yes yes he looks yes just like okay just yes. like i was i was like i even looked and i was like did jk simmons make this movie before he became somebody i was like <laughs> no the the timing like no, the yeah. timeline doesn't even track to that but yeah you put a bad 70s permed wig on jk simmons and slap a mustache on him he looked just like this and guy. this is who he this is his appearance all right well these two are in the car they're, they do give us their backstory. Do they? Charlie hates traffic. He's so <laughs> aggravated by the traffic. His, his character trait is, I hate traffic. <laughs> I hate traffic. Great, okay. Steve is like, uh, well, you know what? Maybe we need to just get away from it all. Maybe we need to go camping and, and do something that gets us out of here. And then he, they make the suggestion to go without the ladies. Right. And Steve tells uh, Charlie how him and his lady are not doing great. And... We see that at the dinner that they're not doing great, and but then, okay, we'll we'll get there when they Do, all leave to go camping. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole a weird thing. The relationships of, between yeah. these people make zero sense whatsoever. But Char Steve says that he and his wife are having a hard time. They're thinking of getting a divorce. Right. Yes. So and then they, I think they somehow decide to all have dinner, meet up for dinner at their house. Yeah. Right. Was there anything else that? No. No. Oh my God. No. No. There's. There's nothing else. Anytime you ask if there's something else in this movie, there's nothing else. There's no. nothing. They're either okay. walking or driving, and yeah, they really do get into it. Like it's a let's go camping. Great. Let's run it by the girls. Whatever. So how does it? Okay. So they're sitting outside. Mm -hmm. Outside, which has a lamp, like an indoor lamp, over top of the picnic table because it has like a, a yogi bear style check tablecloth on this table mm -hmm. and they're outside they're discussing this how does it come up where it's like a boys versus girls camping contest almost yeah it does become like a well we're girls and we can camp for ourselves <laughs> well because the guys say when they bring it up they go well it's you know it's not winnebago camping right it's yes. like backpacking mm -hmm. and the girls are a bit offended don't forget steve and his wife have a little tension so right yeah during that. this dinner he tries to pick her up and she's like get your goddamn hands <laughs> off me you maniac and i was like are these well, two together are they like friends like this seems so uncomfortable right she now. doesn't they're having a they're having a little rift in their right. relationship she gets well that's when they make the comment like oh what do you think is out there some scary like rapists or bears or <laughs> or rapist <laughs> bears who knows what's out there? But rapey bears, you know how they got. But yeah, somehow the girls get very uh, yeah, fired it, it's up. It's so weird. One of the guys even says to the girls, the only backpacking you ever did was in bed. And she goes, 
what does that mean? And I was like, good question, lady. <laughs> Same here. I was like, what does that mean? I don't understand that insult. Mm -mm. So they're talking about forest rapists and everything like that. And the girls are like, we're going to go ahead of you. Like, we're just going to go and we're going to do our camping. At one point they say, we'll see you guys when you come next week. Yeah, like, wait, they're going to go a week ahead of them. We're going a week ahead of time. They're intense. But also, as they're getting in the car... The couple that's having some serious marital issues, she's like, hey, you want to, like, come down tonight? Like, it'll really yeah. rekindle our relationship. I'm like, I thought you were leaving a, a week ahead of these guys. It's very you, strange. Yeah, their their goodbye is very this. strange. So at dinner, they decide that they're all going to go camping, but not together, girls versus boys. Then the next day, essentially, the girls are leaving for their part of the camping trip. And the like you said, the couple that's separating is all, when can we see, you know, when, how soon can you get there? Like, you're coming, right? And the couple that's not, she's like, Charlie, and again, I don't know her name. I know Sharon is Steve because they scream it. Although the kids, I think, call her Heather. I think so. <laughs> Did you like, notice that? Listen, here's what I want to call them, okay? Can we just call them Wool Vest and Rainbow Vest? Oh, because that is, the, that is what I do they're love, wearing. that's titular when you're going camping as to wear your vest. There are so many. This movie is just vests and knives. Vesties, that's that's all vesty. that's happening in this movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you're right. Like, it seems so weird. This seems like the plot. Like, a bunch of teenagers are going somewhere, and the girl and the guy are like, come on out tonight. It'll be great. Yeah. You'll be alone. But this is like a couple who's married and are having issues, and she just seems to need to get away, but immediately she's like, you better get up here now, because this is really going to help our relationship. She, mind you, she was, at the dinner, she was kicking him off of her yes. when he was like, and now the other two. Also, do they live in the same house with each other too? Like, do the four of them live in a house together? Because it just seems so funny how they're just in the same house. They're eating together. They're out in the driveway together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, it seemed like they were just all hanging out constantly. Charlie's girl is going to prove to herself basically that she can do it. That's what he tells, she tells him. And he gets it. How about when they say goodbye too? They all just hold hands for the longest time. Like the girls are in the car and the guys are outside the car. And then it's just this awkward like, all right, we're going to go. And then the girls like, literally they get on the exit and they're like, did we do the right thing? Are we doing the right <laughs> It looks like they turned out of that neighborhood and are like, I'm not sure if that was a great idea. Also, like you said, they're having different conversations from opposite sides of the windows of this car. And I'm like, you can hear each other, right? Like, there's no way you're keeping any of this secretive. They're not listening. They're not eavesdroppy. That's not, that's not their type. Um, and it's answered, you know, our murderer, we, we never find out what his job is. Do these people have jobs where they could just pick up and be like, I don't know, girls, you go camping for a week. We'll meet you. We'll camp for another week. You got two weeks off of work, right? That's, that's totally what we're fine. taking. That's what we're doing. We got nothing better to do. But the guys also are not waiting at all. These women are barely out of the driveway. And the guy's like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to get my tiny pickup truck and I'll be right back <laughs> and I'll pick you up. It'll be the awesomest thing ever. Yeah, they, yeah the, no hesitation. The one guy was already like, well, my wife gave me the okay to go. But as soon as he looked at his friend, he's like, yeah, we're going, right? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And the girl, Sharon, in the car tells Charlie's wife, don't worry, the guys are right behind us. When she says, is this the right thing? She's like, don't worry. I already told him to come up tonight. <laughs> they probably have already left. Yeah. They so might, again, when they show up at the, the campground or wherever they're supposed to park, the girls are like, where are they? I'm like, how do yeah. you think they got ahead of you? Well, they had a little snafu with their car, which was... Oh, that... 
penalty. I love the fact that this movie, like you said about the park ranger, it almost just wants to be like, let's put out these red herrings. Like maybe the mechanic is the. Murderer. Oh yeah, because he had no teeth. <laughs> The way this mechanic looks so proud of himself that he charged him a lot of money is really funny. <laughs> no, I was going to say, the, the girls get into the forest, but the guy's on their way, as we mentioned. But I think you're glossing over a big part of this movie, which is just yeah. people driving. It's just, we oh. switch from one car back to the truck. First of all, it's the smallest hatchback I've ever seen, and also the smallest pickup truck I've ever seen in a movie. But <laughs> it's almost European. like. Yeah, but it's almost like they were like, we rented these cars, we're going to use them, we're going to film them, like, we're going to make sure that we get our money's worth here. That's it. That was the plan. This is what we see, and every now and then the camera will be pretty far away, and mm-hmm. you'll just hear, like, 80-yard lines, like, damn it, the car's oh, yeah. overheating. <laughs> okay. I oh, he tells him, he goes, wait a minute, look at this, and he shows him the thermostat thingy <laughs> on the car. Yes. Look at this. I better pull over. Right. And that's when they get, yeah, they also, get their radiator. there's all sorts of, like, fart rock playing in this movie. Like, it's it's terrible music throughout this movie. Um, and they go, they have to pull off. The guys have to pull off to get the radiator fixed or whatever. Because the one guy in ADR again goes, it looks like you need a bit of water uh, in yeah. this thing. They pull over, and while they're getting their stuff worked on, like you said, the girls arrive, and they're so surprised that nobody's there. But then they say, we'll have the whole place to ourselves." It's the forest. <laughs> it's the <a> gigantic <laughs> forest. Well, so where are you? Like, what is this? It's not a campground. It's just nothing. At one point later, the guys are like, you know, it's a six-hour hike back. And I'm like, six hours, and you're not even to the campsite. There has to I be know. an easier way to do this. There's got to be a more, yeah, there's got to be a, a easier pull-up site that we can get to. Um, yeah, but I guess it's amazing because it's along the waterfall. I guess. And it really is just these ladies wandering around the woods, just wandering around the woods with like 70s porno music playing, basically. Well, and they got their backpacks on. They're helping each other, you know, over the rocks and slipping and then getting tired and going, what do we do? I don't see anybody ever sip any water. Poor dehydrated no, bitches no, that no, they are. No. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they get a little like, whose idea was this? Why are we out here? Um <laughs> Yeah, that's all they're saying. I'm like, this was your idea. And did you you not think ahead? Like, oh, first we have to do the drive. Then we'll have to do the hike. Then we'll have to. They do look cute with their vests, though. I gotta say. Yeah, no, definitely. But because it appears that the one woman, I guess it's the one who's married to the mustachioed guy. She's the one that seems to know where everything is. Sharon. She knows where everything is. She's been there before. Yeah. That's why, yeah. I cannot But it's easy to get lost. It's easy to get lost because it's a forest. It's a forest. There seems to be no trail that they're hiking on. No. They're they're just just... climbing over rocks and like pushing. Oh yeah, they're scaling a mountain. They're practically scaling a rock at one point. Like in the Joshua tree when we would scale those rocks and just climb them. I don't know. That's what these folks were doing. I don't know. But during all this we flash back to the guys and again they get in the car and you hear I can't believe it took him four hours to fix this, and it charged us hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. And they, they hold on this toothless guy, grinning. Villain? Nope. No, you never see him again. No, it doesn't matter. No. He's just somebody's cousin who wanted to have a role in the movie, and <laughs> right. there you yes. go. 
Now and don't now, wear your and now teeth. we're driving. We're driving because now they're in their truck driving. So we go through right. all this. Now they have to get to the campsite, mm-hmm. right? And they do. They park right next to the girls' little car, little hatchback. They say to each other, "We well, it's gonna well." Meanwhile, the girls are back and tired from walking, but realize that it's gonna get dark soon, so they better figure it out. Now it is a bright, sunny day. <laughs> Everything about this is great. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny day, and you hear some thunder, and the girls are like, "Oh man, is it gonna rain?" And what you're in California? There's the first most of all. sun I've ever seen. Like there's that's blue skies. And it's so bright on them. They don't even bother to make it look dark. Yeah. But we do cut. We have a cut to B-roll of a cloudy sky. And that's when we hear thunder. And the girl's like, oh, no. And I'm like, your shadows are clearly visible. It is bright. It's super sunny. It's it's almost like the guys then. Because we cut back to the guys and they're like... It's going to get dark pretty soon. And I'm like, it might be one in the it's afternoon. It's high noon maybe. right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they say, and I think it might rain. <laughs> um, and, but they, they too, they get their backpacks together and on. All right. Well, right. it doesn't matter how late it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm, have you ever been to the campsite in the dark? Nope. But, you know, we're going to figure it out and let's, let's go. They, is this, they don't fight, start fighting yet, but they fight when they're on the trail and it's pretty. No, but no. This is when the ranger drives up. Yes, this is, when, this is when the park ranger drives up again at noon and goes, your boy's going out this late into the woods. Yeah, yeah. No, it's noon. But he reminds them that a lot of people park here and uh, they never come out. So, yeah. um, you know, I'll check on you guys tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's quite the, quite the thing that happens here. And they're like, well, what happens to them? Well, I don't know. They just, they just uh, shrugs his shoulders and walks away, basically. Yeah. He's like, I don't, you know, we don't investigate it. We just, I don't know what happens. I don't know <laughs> what happens. Gone. One day, some guy and his kids went into these woods. I don't know. Never saw them again. Never From saw there, them again. I know. I, me, I don't go into the woods. No, no. From there, <laughs> the bodies would be piling up. I mean, if we ever found any bodies, they'd be piling up. Yeah. We have no oh, idea. Oh, that's what he says. Yeah, the bodies are never found. People will go missing, and the bodies are never found. Bodies never found. So. I'm constantly calling a tow truck to tow cars away because people never yeah, come pick the cars them up, are just, whatever. Right. It's a big mystery. You guys have a great time, though, okay? Have fun, yeah. and I'll come back and check on you tomorrow. That's what he says. I'll come back and see how you're doing tomorrow. We'll see if you make it out alive. And, and then, again... Originally, I thought, aha, yes. Killer Ranger, I see. Mm-hmm. I could go for a Killer Ranger movie. That would be fantastic. Well, yeah. In the movie called The Forest, where it's the forest ranger that's the killer. Right. People were yeah, just leaving great. litter, and he loses his mind and chops them he up. He can't yes. handle it. Yeah. And he knows it so well because he's the ranger of the forest, so he knows every... He's not just some crazy man that hacked up his wife and made his kids starve to death. He's giving people maps, and later on when they're freaked out, they're like, this guy gave us a map, and they open it up and it just says psych on it, and then he kills them. <laughs> be fantastic. Psych. Oh, but now what's happening, we go to these girls, and they're all concerned. They find this nice little spot near a stream or a little river or something, mm-hmm. and they go to set up the tent, and they like lay the temp out and they dump out the pins and the posts or whatever and they just oh, give each other like, a little look and then you hear like silly music like playing yeah. <laughs> is that a joke because it's Cause in it cuts setting away. up a tent is man's work we ladies don't know how to set up a tent oh we really need those men later when oh. we see the tent set up and it looks like the tiniest doghouse when the guys find it oh. Like, oh yeah they never did but they tried they tried to set that tent up 
It's just their little, it's their mini little tent. And they did get a fire going. We see that. They did get a fire going. Yeah. I, I think it mm -hmm. is somewhat impressive. That they, they got they a little that. food they're snacking on. Aren't they sipping on some kind of coffee yeah. or soup or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're drinking coffee. They're using rocks as pillows, which I think is very uncomfortable. I was like, ladies, just put your hands by your head like this. It's so much more comfortable a than a rock. Jamie, the song starts yeah. to play now. Oh, it's getting scary out All right. there. So, so as these guys are walking around, there's a song, and I have some of the lyrics. There's nothing to fear, but people disappear on the dark side of the forest. <laughs> now, don't you get lost. You'll pay the cost on the dark oh. side of the forest. It's amazing. I love it, it so much. I will have to find it and play it at the end of the episode because it's so great. All right. I think you should. It literally... The song says what they're doing at one point. It's like, you're walking and it's about to rain because the forest is where you're at. That's Don't a big rock. Your friend. You have to climb up yeah. it. Better give your friend a hand. <laughs> Don't let you be caught. You might get eaten. That guy's kind of crazy, but he didn't kill his kids. <laughs> We really do watch these guys cross a creek in real time. It's just this. It's just them wandering unnecessary. around. Unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah, is it's what it is. So, and also, there are so many times in this movie that, for whatever reason, the director decided to have long stretches of dialogue take place near the loudest creeks whatsoever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could not hear what they were saying most of They're the time. They're fighting. A lot of the time they're fighting because, again, nobody's happy that it's a long walk. Well, didn't you all talk about this when you decided to go on this camping trip? Oh, yeah, it's, it'll be great. We'll be in the middle of nowhere, except it's going to take us four-hour drive and a six-hour walk. Yeah. Mm. No, they keep forgetting that. And now it is getting dark, and Steve maybe doesn't remember so much where everything is, and Charlie and him are just fighting about it. They're just quarreling I back like and forth. I like the girls who are really, like, supportive and helpful of each other and, like, helping yes. each other. Like I said, over rocks and stuff like that. Eventually, they, they became frustrated, but, you know, sat around, had some coffee, and, and were okay with it. These guys are just arguing with each other the whole time, and it, just, it yeah. ends with, like... Oh, now it's starting to rain. And I'm like, this mm -hmm. has to be seven hours after the girls were like, it looks like it might rain today. Well, versus the girls. So the girls, before it starts to rain, they're sitting outside and they start to hear the lovely soundtrack <laughs> of night noises that we get, which is like, goes from like an owl to like a cougar to like, a pack of lions, but it's it sounds like, like at one point. fighting cougars. It sounds like yeah. cougars are fighting each other. Later on, you yeah. clearly hear frogs and, like you said, owls and crickets. It is just a bargain bin, like, I guess, not, I was going to say uh, DVD or CD. No, it's an eight track that this guy found oh, right. somewhere of just random zoo noises that he just that's it sounds like we're in a zoo it's, it doesn't sound like we're in a forest yeah it sounds it like it really is oh, like is, that cougar like like attacking cougar noise that wasn't a cougar yeah. noise i just made that was more well, a was daffy it? duck noise or donald duck i was gonna noise. say that was an aggressive duck noise but i don't know if it was a cougar it's like that or well, that's yep. not it either we're doing a great what's job. that movie that we did what's that movie that we did where she's becomes the, uh, Jamie, the cougar. It's called Cat People, and it's a gem. Thank you. <laughs> I know you loved it so much. We both actually film. enjoyed it. But it's all just these noises. We never see any animals. 
the, the nobody in this movie ever runs into animals, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. they are so loud, like right on top of these ladies, and they're very oh, yeah. scared. Yeah, yeah. Now the ladies are are getting even more nervous than they were before. Um, but what's not as frightening as it should be? The little kids. Yeah, we get a POV <laughs> shot of somebody watching these women like sit around and have mm-hmm. coffee and be freaked out by animal noises. But now we see kids, like, echoey children. They have a weird echo to their voice. I wish... They're I... talking about these women. Like, these kids, like, they look like they're either zombies or aliens at this point in the movie. The whole movie they do, because they're these little... They're both these little blonde kids. The little girl, poor thing, they didn't feed her before they did this mm-hmm. film. She's so tiny in her little dress. The little boy, I feel like I've seen They him. look like they're children in the attic. Yeah, they do. Because they're like sickly blonde looking kids, yeah. And they're wearing like, <laughs> right. she's got some kind of blue dress on and he's got overalls on. And yeah, they just appear with these echoes. They're from a different time yes. period too. That's the other thing. These look like Amish yes. children. And then they just appear to these ladies, right? Did the ladies see them? They do see them and they're talking. Again, they look like corpses and they're echoing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, oh wait, no, no, no. First, there, a woman appears to these girls and asks about mm-hmm. she her voice is also echoing she looks very pale she has blood running down the front of her face one sweet drip of blood sweet drip down of her blood face. right down her forehead and she's asking about her kids and mm-hmm. when they say we haven't seen your kids this woman disappears like a ghost and the proper reaction is possibly to scream and run but one of the women goes who the hell was that yeah Okay, you just saw an apparition. <laughs> like, that is, you just witnessed a ghost. And they're just like, I don't know. Time for sleepies. This is crazy. This is crazy forest time. We wish the boys were here. Yep. They would know what to do with that crazy lady. But the boys are lost. No, the boys right? are totally lost. They're yeah. lost, possibly in the And now it's now. raining. Now it's raining. So they, they creep their way into a nearby cave hole oh my God. that they see. Okay, so suddenly we're introduced to an older man in a trucker hat mm-hmm. sitting on a rocking chair in a cave with like a Liberace-style candelabra. Oh, yeah. No, well, first they walk in and he's not in there yet. They walk in and they see his sweet setup with the Liberace candelabra, blah, 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 blah. And the sweet rocking chair. They're not there yet. This is just when we're first introduced to him. Oh, because gotcha. Because his yeah. ghost children show up. And the kids are like, hey, Dad, we just saw some ladies. Uh, you know, they're, they're like uh, hanging out by a fire. And he's oh, like, that's right. you saw pretty ladies? Time to get my knife. Yeah. And that's it. So, so that was just hunting. the introduction to this guy. Yeah. And we realized that the ghost children are his. Who knows who this lady is? But now he's got to get his knife, and we see that it's the same knife from the beginning of this movie. Well, And so let's make clear. We know now he is the killer. Right. And we don't know whether he's murdered his children or what, what else. But no idea. as you said, let's get into this just for one second. So he is the killer in this movie. This is, the movie doesn't, like other horror movies that we've come, I've come to love, surprisingly, where you're not really quite sure who the killer is, who the murderer is. We know. It's him. He's going to get his knife right now. He's, they told him there's ladies. That's, he's going to go kill them. Yeah. 
he and like we said earlier, when he kills the first couple and there's barely a fight that they put up, it's like, <gasps> you think that you're going to meet this murderer that looks like a half human, that just looks right. like he's been, the forest has become him. You yeah, know, we're like, used to, at this point in our lives, not when this movie came up, but we're now used to Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. and Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, maybe he'll wear a hockey mask. Maybe he'll just have on some sort of mask. Or maybe he'll look like a deranged lunatic. Yeah, maybe he'll just look totally insane. Like, he right. doesn't even have to be scarred face or anything. No. But he doesn't. He, this guy doesn't. He looks like a trucker. Like a, like a, yeah. like a, I don't know, like you're hobo uncle or something like he doesn't look no we talked about Mm -hmm. it earlier with just the patrons he looks like he should be a character on hee-haw like that's it like he just Mm -hmm. he's wearing overalls and a trucker hat he doesn't look dangerous or threatening i mean he is he he doesn't doesn't look like he's been living in a cave Mm -mm. for question mark amounts of years at this point no but anyway i just wanted to be clear that our killer who clearly (laughs) is our killer doesn't doesn't get scared. Doesn't make me nervous to see him. Right. At all. We see these two ladies sleeping and the kids wake them up by holding a bloody scalpel oh, over yeah. the one girl's head and it drips blood on her. So mm-hmm. here's my question, not to spoil the ending of this movie. Did those kids kill themselves with a scalpel? Like, why do Ooh. they have this? Ooh. I know. I don't know. And more, more. Was that a lab coat or was the dad a doctor of some kind? Is I he can't like a dentist? You think like he brought his dental kit or doctor kit into the woods? I don't know. He doesn't. Check. None of this is explained. Like the kids, literally at the end of this movie, spoiler, say we committed suicide. Mm-hmm. You see, us small children, it was a depressing life, and we didn't want to live in the woods, so we killed ourselves. And I, at this point in the movie, they're holding a scalpel, letting blood drip on this woman's head. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why they were doing that. Because it's not the knife. It's not the murder weapon. These are the kids who wake them up and are like, you better get out of here. Our dad's soup's crazy. And he's probably going to kill you. I love how much they like, again, her name for all that we hear is Sharon in the movie. Right. But One the kids call Sharon. her Heather, allegedly. Or allegedly, that's what I heard. Why would the kids know her name, first of all? And so who do who's Heather to these kids? Some sort of guardian angel? Like, I need I these suppose. kids to be reading a storybook during a flashback and be like, yeah, I'll bet Heather will save us someday. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, that's all. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. But maybe Heather's the other woman, because I don't know the other woman's name. No, I don't know the other woman's. They never say, I don't think they ever said it. Anyway. Anyway, um, but so so these two women wake up. The one who has blood on her face, like it's the tiniest drop of blood, and she rubs it all around, and suddenly uh-huh. her face is almost completely red. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. it was the most blood ever. She is really freaked out. Woolvest, I'm going to call her, is really freaked out and takes off. And yeah. Rainbow Vest is like, I don't know what the. Big I thought deal when is. she takes off at first, she jumped into the water because <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, where'd she go? <laughs> Because she does. She wakes up and she's like, I got it. We got it. We got to get out of here. And then she just kind of exits and she's gone. And like you said, the other one is like, well, I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. It's just a scary. Now, mind you, they were just visited by this ghost woman. Yeah. Yeah. We already saw a ghost. Two ghost children. Who cares? This is not a big deal at all. So she just stays. And this guy, this murderer shows up and he's just like, hey, 
I don't hate you. I have nothing against you. I'm just really hungry. And she doesn't offer him snack. Like, well, we bought some oatmeal <laughs> and some trail mix if you'd like. That would be an adorable end of this movie. He's like, yeah. really? That would be great. And they just sit around the fire and eat some beef jerky or something. He's like, I've just been hungry and no one ever offers me food, so I have to eat them. Let's... I got my damn ghost kids walking around bothering me all day long. My wife is crazy. I don't even want to run into her ghost. But I've heard she's out here. But it's here. But it's here. I said allegedly, yeah. He does brutally kill this blonde girl by stabbing her in the back a couple times as she's crawling mm -hmm. away. Then he lifts up her head, cuts her throat. And it's just as he's like throat. about... Like, just as he's about to take her away, he hears wool vest. And so we get a tacked on chase for a while mm -hmm. where wool vest finally escapes by jumping into a waterfall. Yeah. He watches her too for a while swim right. through the waterfall. Did you watch him labor to pick up rainbow vest and put her? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hikes her over his shoulder. So, it takes uh -huh. so long. You could tell that I'm sure they rehearsed this, but this guy was still like, this is so difficult. Yeah. Oh, you mean, do I lift from the knees? How am I supposed to do this without hurting my back? Right. Yeah, I, not that she's a big woman cause she's not, but I'm not a strong man. No, not at all. But I'm a killer, but I'm a killer. Yeah. No. And he returns. I'm a threatening killer. To his cave to, we find out, just eat her. He really is just hungry. The way oh, yeah. he goes through an entire human being in a single day, that's frightening. Like, I don't know how... He traps, tra traps through that forest. He burns some calories. How many steps does he get the way he goes all over that forest? He builds up an appetite is what you're saying? Yeah, you bet. He's I like it. later when he's just walking to the forest and he just has like part of her in his hands. I'm like, did he just, just put meat in his up. pocket in the morning yeah. just to go just for a like walk? Little, uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's really gross. But I would assume it would take you days, if not weeks, to eat an entire human being. This guy devours her, I think. He makes quick work. He makes quick work. Disgusting. Um, and now, mind you, how how far away? Well, we don't know when that first murder happened because he also had two large bodies that he killed recently. Giant Those other two from the beginning of the right. movie. He's just a hungry guy, and he doesn't want to eat the cougars or the owls or any of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> but so now, so the girls we know are one is murdered, and the other one has quote, gotten away, jumped into mm -hmm. the water. Now the boys have stumbled into the cave. Oh they God. see his sweet setup. Now he's gone, killing Charlie's wife and cooking her up. And what about when they check it out and it's a big open cave and they go, should we knock? <laughs> what, what are you knocking on, buddy? And who's here to knock at? I don't know these two. Later on when they're talking, sitting in this cave talking, being like, does that guy creep you the hell out? Because I'm totally afraid of him. And oh I'm like... God. He's sitting right there. And they're he's just like as wishy-washy with their feelings. He's five feet from you yeah. in this echoey cave, and you're talking about how he might be crazy. He's he's in his crazy head. They are so wishy-washy. So when they first with the camping trip, do we go, do we not go? Is it boys against girls, or are we going up with them anyway? Now, when they meet this killer, and they're like, something's creepy about him, but we'll stay. But I don't know, something's fishy. But you know what? He's inviting us to eat the meat that's on the thing, so let's eat it. Well, they no. even stumble into the cave. They, the ghost children are there suddenly. Yeah. And yeah, the, the ghost, ghost kids children. are like, hey, dudes, you might want to get out of here. Our dad's super crazy. And they're like, what? 
that? What are you talking about? And this guy comes in and they're like, hey, these kids were here earlier. Yeah, are these your kids? Whoa, 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 they're gone. Uh Oh, no. And the old guy's like, yeah, they're my kids. Have a seat. Let's hang out for a while. He gives them very, like, one word, like, very quick answers at first. Like, yeah, I got kids. Right. Yeah, they're my kids. Yeah, it's my cave. Listen, he hasn't interacted with anybody for quite a while. And he says that. He doesn't quite know how long it's been, but it's been a while. <laughs> right. How long has it been? I don't know. I've been here. I think it's been two weeks since he's oh, been there. Oh, <laughs> he, at the most. He's just got bodies piled up in the back room of this game. Because he barely looks dirty. He barely looks dirty. His hair has grown out a little bit from the first, when we see the flashback. It looks like they put a little bit of flour in his hair. Just, yeah, to, just, just a to little give it bit. a little salt and pepper effect. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. where again in other horror movies we don't quite get to know the whole backstory of the killer and <laughs> why he became a killer right away. It kind of like you kind of you know you learn it as the movie goes on, or it's like the big shocker at the end, like that's why he killed all those people. This guy is like, do you want me to tell you what I do? Well, I did what I did. <laughs> I'll tell you. I led a crazy life. You guys want to hear a story that is going to freak you the hell out? I'm about to tell you it. Oh, by the way, um, there's something cooking here. You want any? Oh, guy who uh, is married to uh, Wolvest and she's okay? Oh, no, you don't want anyone? Guy whose wife this is? He's like, mm-hmm. Would you I'll like some, some? want some it's, meaty pieces of your wife all cooked delicious. up? I like so, how he eats this and the actor goes, oh. I just got to chill. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Well, first bite, he says, is it's not too bad. Second no, no, bite, it's, it's yes. like comes over him. Like, I just got the chills. Yes. And it's never, yeah. I wanted the big reveal to be like, ah, oh, pretty ladies, whatever. There's um, never a reveal of that. Like, I wanted him to come to the realization that he just ate part of his girlfriend. Like, to just see her rainbow vest laying in a corner of the cave Yeah, some kind like of, not just the chill. You wanted some sort of real affirmation that he knows that he's eaten his wife. Yeah. He does again die in the end, so it is nice that he it's went nice to his that grave he meets not her. knowing that he ate oh. her. Yeah. Let's go into this backstory. Yeah. Let's just, Let's he decides explore. to just regale these two well, weird they asked, travelers they with asked, a tale. Well, they asked, they asked, like, so how'd you, uh, how'd you find yourself in this cave? Yeah. How'd you get this And he's dates? like, it's a long story. And I haven't told him in a long time. But I'm going to chomp on your wife's meat here, and I'm going to tell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't sleepy? Oh, you need a bedtime story? Let me spin Let you a yarn. Let me just tell you a little bit about my life as a professional lab coat wearer and what I came home to one day. He seems to live... He should have been a forest ranger because they live like... They don't live in a little California suburban neighborhood. It looks like they live out in the... They live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You can you can bury um, bodies on this property. <laughs> Easily. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. Commit murders with lots of yelling, lots of screaming, mm-hmm. lots of chaos. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems to care. Mm-hmm. Nobody's close enough Nobody's to hear nearby. this. Nobody's nearby. No. Right. He but was... very early on, because he asked these guys if they're married and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do your wife cheat on you the way mine did mm-hmm. to me? Mm-hmm. No, we don't think so. Well, listen up, guys. This is what could happen. So I, I like how he starts the story and he's like, Ah, uh, there were always delivery boys at the oh, house yeah. and people coming in to fix things. Mm-hmm. And of course, 
I was thinking of the money pit. I'm like, maybe, maybe uh, Joe Mantegna or whoever was on to something when he said that, that women call plumbers to have their pipes fixed. Yeah, yeah. But he does decide one day, he's like, I had this great idea, which is to come home earlier in the day than usual. Not to get out of my work clothes, by the way. No. Uh, I work at an animal lab. I'm at an oh, animal testing maybe, facility, maybe. possibly. Okay. Who knows? That. Yeah. But he shows up early to find his wife in bed with just somebody. In the just... throes of passion. And she's so casual about it. He he's kind of like the guy that she's sleeping with. It's kind of like, oh, oh, I think they hear the car door. And the guy's like, what's this? And she goes, oh, hi. So this is Charles. This is whatever, David. David, this is my impotent husband. It really <laughs> is like a, hey, what are you doing home so early? Yeah. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Move along, yeah. man. And he hears these muffled cries of like, "Daddy!" And she locked her kids in their bedroom closet. In the in not in the children's bedroom closet, mind no, you, no, in no, the no, bedroom no. closet of the room that she's making love in. They're all they're right there. Yeah. And he opens the door, and she like rolls her eyes, like, "Oh, yeah, you care about those kids." Or just like anybody, like, uh. They don't really look like any of them, but anyway. No, these kids have stepped off Little House on the Prairie mm-hmm. and are into this 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she says when she introduces the, her lover, she says he's here to, yeah, to repair the fridge. That's right. And I love it. Later on, when he does get up and like he's like, all right, I better go repair that fridge. He is repairing the he's fridge. He's there to repair the fridge. <laughs> I was amazed by that. I was like, oh, he's actually there to repair the fridge. He he excuses himself to go do the job (laughs) he came to do. Um, The kids, the dad tells the kids, go play outside for a minute while I talk to your mother. And she goes into this crazy, like, well, what do you expect? I mean, you you don't have sex with me. You can't have sex. And then she, what is the thing she keeps saying about passion? Passion. I, I I don't know. Also, this woman really kicked on this uh, eyeshadow for this role, too. Oh, like yeah. The eyeshadow and, and lipstick combination, it's a little bit of aggressive. It's, it is a lot aggressive. It's yes. a lot, yeah. And, uh, and we see him, like, it's kind of funny because he, like, takes her head yeah. in his hands. And for a moment, she's like, oh, maybe my husband wants to get in on mm-hmm. this. Maybe I should call that uh, repairman back in here. We can we'll do a little, little menage a trois. Yeah. yeah. And he starts to choke her, sort of seems to realize, no, I don't like this, and bashes her head into Just the corner one big of the bash into the nightstand. Yep. And there's that drip of blood that we saw when she was ghost wife. Exactly. And now, at this point... We cut back to the campers. They're hanging on his every word. They are like, oh, yeah. what is happening? This is the greatest <laughs> thing we've ever heard. So now he goes out, confronts the repairman who is repairing the refrigerator, which yeah. appears to be in their garage, I guess. Maybe yeah, it's, it's, like their, it's, their, it's their second fridge, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or maybe they just live that. Yeah, the kids are, are, the kids are MIA right now. But he goes right. to kind of take his, his anger out on the repairman, who this is a lovely fight. The repairman gives it's such a... I'm amazing. so disappointed that we don't see the repairman later and he doesn't reunite with the with the wife again, like that they could finally oh, be together. And end That would be adorable, this repairman. He just wanders out from behind a rock yeah. and he's like, he's like I've, I've been finally looking found for you. you. Yeah. 
No. So, but the repairman puts up quite a fight. It's one of my favorite parts of this. It's this the movie. best part of this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he comes at him uh, first with bare hands, right? Doesn't he try to fight him right. first, just like they're mm-hmm. like fist fight, like bear fighting almost? Then he's got. Um, it's like a couple uh, of drunk dads like having a fight yeah, in your backyard. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 just these two guys lumbering around. There's no real fight choreography to this. At none all. at all. None at all. But then then our the creepy guy, the daddy, gets some weapons. At one point, he's got it. And again, we see just the weapon in like oh, yeah. the shot of the weapon. So it's the yeah. pitchfork, and then it's an actual like saw, like a. What, what kind of saw would you call like that? A, that like a big up? saw that guys would cut down trees yeah, with. I like guess a tree One guy on saw. one end of yes. the saw and the other guy on the other end. He's got one of those. He's got a... Can we, can we just say, though, the best part about this movie? If, if I had to sell this movie to someone and sort of trick them into watching it, I'd say this is the only movie where I've seen a fork... Or, sorry, a pitchfork versus a bike fight oh yeah because the guy holds up a bike just a regular bicycle Uh in defense and they have a pitchfork bicycle fight i've never seen that in a movie before in my life but this but that like you said the repairman puts up quite the fight you almost think he's gonna get away but then but then he is murdered on a giant rusty saw blade this saw blade must be at least two feet in diameter. I don't know where it is. It appears to be in the middle of the woods. It's just in their backyard somewhere, in their trashy backyard. Yes. And it's not as cool. Like, pitchfork death would have been better. Oh, totally. Sawing him in half with the tree saw would have been mm-hmm. better. But he just sort of pushes him down on this. He's dead. The kids are watching this Kids are just thing. watching. They just got <laughs> their little hands folded, and they're just... Kind of stoically watching. And then he just leads, he takes the kids and he leads them out into the forest. It's it's not even that, because the kids watch him murder this guy, and then it's a cut to him burying possibly Oh, that's right. He buries them. them. Yeah, that's right. He does. And do. then he like tamps down the ground with a shovel and he he looks at his kids and he's like, All right, let's go. And they yeah. just kind of walk And they all just go together. And yeah. they say they say late, well, besides that, we see them come out of the closet while their mom is making, right. you know, in the throes of passion. Yeah. They say later that their mommy was very mean to them and used to abuse them. So I guess they're just like, good riddance, mom. And they go off with dad into the woods. Now, yeah. this is when Charlie's like, well, what did you do? No, he, yeah. he never says exactly what he does. He says... The second part of the story when he kills the right. wife and he he tells the guys, oh, uh, I did nothing. I did nothing. That, yeah, that's what I meant. When they're really into his story, he's like, uh, yeah, and then nothing happened. But then <laughs> the guys are kind of like disappointed. They're like, mm, I guess we'll go to bed now. And we see him. He leans back in his little cave rocking chair. And, and it's he like, finishes the memory. Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah. Like, Lace style gauzy fade into his mind. Right, right. And then we see the murderous part of right. the flashback. But the yeah. boys, in the meantime, again, wishy washy. The one yeah. is like, I don't know, I got a bad feeling about this guy. Let's sleep in shifts. And the other one's like, I'm just so sleepy. This is like, the craziest thing because they're having this conversation. And, and while I'm watching this, because we only see the two of them, I'm right. like, 
does this guy have a separate bedroom in his cave that he's in right now? But no, we pull They're back and he's sitting mm-hmm. two to three feet from them. Yeah, but he's dreaming chair. about murder. He's dreaming about murder. He doesn't know what they're that they're suspecting. Maybe that he's a shady guy. So you're saying there's parts of this interaction that we didn't see in the movie where they're like waving their hands in front of his face, being like, "I don't know, he's out, man." He's, like, yeah, he he's is, not. He's I don't not. know where he is we right now. We could just talk shit on him. He doesn't know. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so, what he says to the kids when he walks them into the woods. We must leave this horrible place. <laughs> we must leave this horrible place. And go, to and my go amazing, into a cave. <laughs> go into my amazing cave fort. I've been building it. I have a rocking chair and a candelabra. Come see, come see. <laughs> Check it out. It's awesome. It's just oh. a single room, but there's a little sleeping corner for you kids. It'll be No just food fine. unless you want to eat uh Right. There's no food. Do you hear all those animals? I'm really bad at catching animals. They're pretty fast. But fat bearded guys, I could easily. And I could skin them and slice them and rotisserie them up. Yep. And this is when these guys, like you said, decide to sleep in shifts, and they both end up falling asleep. They just passed out. Again, in the cave of a murderer of a (laughs) possible, in the cave of a possible murderer, they both are like just so tired. And P.S. Well, they haven't found their girlfriends. Oh no, they haven't gone to the campsite yet. No, they stopped because of the rain. Would you, um, would you say that they're like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a cave of a potential murder or whatever? Yeah, now, they don't know this, but like you said, the one guy is really freaked out. Mm-hmm. J.K. Sims is like, I need some shut eye. I need my beauty sleep. Yeah, I, I am going. Well, to he bed refused right the meat. He wasn't hungry, so he's like, I'm just. <laughs> I gotta sleep off this hunger, so we can yeah. look for the girls in the morning. So he, they both fall asleep, and then like the daddy. I call him daddy in my notes. The you daddy should. guy Why wakes not? them up and is like, "Didn't you guys want to leave?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We, we're gonna leave right now. Bye." And then they go, and yeah, now and they. they find- they They're right outside the campsite. Oh, they were like right by the campsite. Because right isn't his cave it's like right you walk there. out of the cave and then It's like they walk out of this cave and they're like, there's that pesky tent Jeez. of ours. Because they, they really do come how upon funny the, is like it? the remains of the wives' camp. Right. And they're like, oh, let's just go look for them. Well, no, first they look through the campsite. They're opening pots oh. and pans <laughs> and looking in the, the tent like the girls are there but just hiding. Right. They're like, where, where are, and then they decide, all right, let's, let's split up. This was a whole argument too. Let's split up and look for the girls. Splitting up's not a great idea. This guy's a possible murderer. We might've just slept in his cave, but he's still a little bit shady. Oh, well. It's let's... crazy. This movie is now just them looking for them. Mm-hmm. Wolvest mm-hmm. wakes up after a night of sleeping in the rain and she looks mm-hmm. like a completely different person. Like She's, she yeah. does not look the same. I know that sleeping in the rain will do that for you. I think she looks better. Like, yeah. I like her hair now. I think it looks better fantastic. Look. Better look. Yeah, I agree. And, and these guys, like we said, they decide, okay, let's go split up. They split up. They look around. They get back together. They're talking near this river. I can't hear a word they're saying, <laughs> but I kind of make out the fact that one guy's like, hey, maybe we should split up and keep looking again. And they do that. And I'm yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, I just, just watched the search this. Party. Just the search party. Keep ha- Well, because they're like, they're the one is like, well, we, sh- we should go back and yes. record it, right? I think. 
it's, like, yeah, it's a whole thing where he's like, but, but we already hiked six hours. Here's yeah, now we have to. Well, we'll that's true. up again. Now, and if let's we don't do one more the, look. Right. Yes. Then one of us will go back or whatever. Like, it really is just them wandering around the woods. But also, Wolvest is running around, and she runs into the ghost kids again. Yeah, the ghost and, kids and love like, her. Yeah, and they're like, our dad's looking for you. He's walking around. And they're giving her, like, hiding spot suggestions. Yeah, yeah. They're helping her out. Uh-huh. Yes. It's adorable. Very sweet. This is when we see this old guy. He shows up, and he's, like, sitting. She's hiding under a rock. And I think he's, like, sitting on top of that rock, just still eating. Gnawing at that woman's friend. flesh. Yep. Yes. Just eating up her poor friend. Um, oh. This is when she falls down too, doesn't she? She's constantly run from him. Down. No, this is when she runs from him. He does kind of see her, and she oh, runs yeah. and falls and stumbles to get away from them. And now again, Charlie and Steve back and forth. They didn't find them anywhere, but maybe maybe they are. Maybe they're just out walking. Maybe some crazy murderer. Maybe the park ranger's not right. Yeah. Maybe this guy and his crazy story isn't a killer. <laughs> Maybe the girls are just out for a long walk and we haven't ran into them because it's a big forest. Maybe we yeah. haven't seen them. But no, no. They decide, after some time, they decide to separate and that Charlie will stay behind mm-hmm. and Steve will go. And their goodbye is so, all right, bro. Well, best of luck to you. Yeah, hope to see you soon. Like, It's like they knew. That yeah. one of them, that they were going to... It gonna... really is. And it's supposed to be this emotional moment. And I'm like, I don't feel anything Yeah, here. no, me I neither. I feel nothing I'm between people. I'm like, can we people? just figure this I, out? I yeah. don't know you when guys. When is Charlie going to realize he just ate his wife? That's what I want to know. When is he yeah, going to realize Yeah, I was like, that? you just ate a human being. Oh, this and... is when he puts the bandana on his head, though. Changes oh God, his he whole turns look. into Rambo for the rest yeah. of this movie. Because thankfully, I did not write, not thankfully, but I didn't write the characters' names down at all. Oh. Like, I just called the one guy Mustache, and then I knew Rainbow Vest and Wool Vest. Okay. I had no name for this guy. And finally, I was like, Bandana. Great. I there got it. Go. This is yeah. fantastic. I think so, it's the, yeah. So, Mustachio dude, he decides to go off on his own and immediately breaks his ankle. Oh, yeah. Like, breaks. No, here's how he breaks his ankle. Mind you, we have watched them tramps all along this yep. forest looking for the women, getting to the spot. There is a a rock with a huge log on it, and mm-hmm. he he's hustling to get to the entrance. He jumps on this log, and not first I thought he just twists his ankle, but its bone oh, yeah. is sticking out. Like, he breaks the ankle. No, because um, he reacts as if you're in gym class, and you're like, ooh, I twisted my ankle a little bit. I guess I better limp. No, That's then he, he cries. Then he when, cries about it. When he's crying, when this big dumb crybaby is crying later, he's in a lot of pain. It's like, oh, that's really bad because he pulls up his his uh, you know pant leg later. We just see bones sticking. Yeah, out. it's a big break, and yeah, it hurts so bad. He continues on because he has to. He doesn't have mm-hmm. a choice. But he stops at one point and just weeps. Yes. About I guess he's in that much pain, or because he's got a long way to go. It's a long you know, walk or because he's alone or because he's scared. I don't know. So many reasons. And also while this is happening, we see the ghost kids appear again and they're looking at him with his broken ankle and they're like, this is so sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What a shame. Yeah. They're doing a little commentary. Yeah. Wool vest. These ghost children appear to her and they have a lengthy conversation. This is where we find out the ghost kids are like, 
being alive was so sad. Oh, yeah. We just had to kill ourselves and everything. And this woman's deadpan delivery of your life must have been so sad. <laughs> really? Was just, whole... There's no emotion behind this whatsoever. Uh-uh. I found her performance absolutely hilarious at this point. Yeah, yeah. Cause they're, and they're creepy, too. They're confessing about, well, yeah, we lived with Dad, and it was in the cave, and we yeah. just... He was so sad, so we were so sad. And you're right, she's like, you all must have been so sad. And then they're like, yeah, so we killed ourselves. She's like, you killed yourselves? (laughs) Wait, what happened? You're just kids. How did you? Maybe I don't want to know. This is where, did you notice at one point the, the, the dead daughter somehow turns British at one point? She's like, it's something important oh yeah what what are you doing lady like what is this movie at this point and i'm not saying i was on board or i was enjoying myself but my god does this movie drag like it drags from after his flashback until the end of this it takes forever Mm -hmm. and nothing happens it's characters walking around because at one point, the kids are like, "One of those people is injured. We'll lead her to, or we'll lead her to, we'll lead you to him." No, that doesn't happen. They start talking about the other guy. Then later on, they're like, "It's the next day," and they're like, "Let's lead you to the guy who hurt his ankle." I'm like, "I thought, what are we doing in this movie? It takes forever, and I'm uh, angry at this point." You're mad now. You're over it. You're like, yes. "All right," and there's no more. Well, there is one more murder to happen. Yes, yeah, right. There, yeah. So the kids, yeah, the kids do confess to Vesti or Wolvest, Sharon <laughs> Wolves, is her name. Yes. How they, what their fate was, as we've right. heard the backstory from their dad, what his fate was, and now, um, yeah, they keep sort of misleading her. We'll take their she, she, she they she didn't know that the guys were in the forest though. No, right. So the exactly. kids alert her to that that there's two guys, but now they're separated. Yep. And, Daddy's gone hunting again, and she's like, well, take me, take me to them. And she sees, um, well, D- Charlie's manning his fire, or Bandana is manning yeah. his fire. It's and, nightfall. It's Which totally it's never dark. really night. It's kind of a bright night always on this forest. I, re- I really thought for as badly as this movie is shot and acted and directed... I thought the day for night stuff was actually pretty good. Oh, I've I seen really it was terrible. Oh, all right. I've seen pretty bad day for night. I thought I thought it was actually. Okay. I thought I, I well even <laughs> earlier when they're walking at night in the very beginning of the movie when they're walking and it's getting dark. It's right. not really that dark. No, no. So, I I always thought the campsite scenes actually seemed dark in the background, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I don't know. Whatever. He's hanging out. Bandana's just sitting at the girls' campsite, and he's uh, hanging out and sharpening a knife. The dead wife then appears to him and asks him about the kids, and he's like, I haven't seen your kids and everything. Mm -hmm. He just starts hearing coyotes and owls and frogs after she disappears. And then this caveman shows up again, and it's the same thing where he's like, I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, you've eaten three people since I've watched this movie. Mm-hmm. How hungry could you you've possibly be? You've got a be? crazy metabolism, dude. Yes. I don't even, I can't even explain. Yeah. I do like how he asks him, he goes, what's with you, man? Are you crazy? And the guy goes, 
Of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you understand. Didn't that you hear my stuff. story about my wife that was <laughs> cheating on me? Of course I'm crazy. I'm insane. Yeah. I gave you so much detail about the lab coat I was wearing. Why would I focus on that How in the story? I, right, right. So there's a long fight and a long chase, and they end up in the water and everything. And Oh, yeah, fighting in the water is never good. Yeah, yeah. I was a little unsure as to what was happening. There's, there's a lot of fighting in the water, but like you said, it's kind of muddy and it's kind of dark, but it's also day, but they want you to think it's night. Yeah. And I like how we're unsure what happens, so they have to show us a bandana floating down the street. Like we know Charlie's done. Charlie's done. We know that bandana is mm -hmm. totally dead. Mm -hmm. I'm turning the page of my notes. No, that's okay. <laughs> the next day, because now it's morning, we don't see any of Wool Vest's adventures at night. Mm -hmm. We don't see any adventures of the mustachioed man's, you know, nighttime. But Wolvest is led back to the campsite by the kids. I like how the kids are like, hey, we know your one friend's hanging out by the camp. He's right around this corner. Oh, no. And she just sees him hanging, like, waiting to be skinned by this guy. Yeah. And she starts crying, and that's when this maniac hears her crying. Mm -hmm. The kids try and reason with him while he, like, oh, threatens yeah. Wolvest. Because he sneaks up, and he, like, has his knife on her throat, and the kids are like... Daddy, if you kill her, we'll never come and see you again. Yeah. They pretty and much. Go. And they say, yeah, they, I think they even say like something like we like her or something. Please yes. don't. Yeah. They convince her not. They convince him not to kill her. And he doesn't. He listens right. to the kids. She should be very thankful for those creepy yep. dead kids. But then she runs away, gets away. And now she's on a mission to find Steve, who is still hobbling about because he's he got his is, broken ankle. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. moved, I guess, through the night at least 20 feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's having a horrible time. He's falling over constantly. And now we see that he's being stalked by the killer. Mm -hmm. The killer's turned his attention from Wolvest onto this guy. Mm -hmm. And now in this movie, it all culminates. Like, all the characters show up together. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a big fight. I do like how this guy fights him with a big stick that he's been using to walk around with. Oh, he's yeah. actually yeah. winning for a minute. Uh -huh. I was like, how is this guy beating him? But the ghost kids are there. Wolvest is there. Ghost mom is there. The killer's there. Like, everybody's together. The way this wraps up, which... I kind of, I thought this movie might be going a different way because what happens is Wolvest somehow gets a knife of her own. Don't know where that came from. Mm -mm. It doesn't matter. As he's about to kill her husband, she runs at him and is screaming. And this old guy watches her, but it keeps flickering between her and his dead wife. His, he's her finally, face. Uh -huh. Yeah, and he's finally stabbed to death. And I really thought it was going to be something where like the dead wife murdered him and was like kids you're safe now come with me but that's not it that's just what this guy thought when he saw this woman running yeah. with a knife coming at him right yeah mm -hmm. and at the end of this movie the ghost kids are like hey gotta go it was fun it was awesome. yeah yeah they well and they have a more um heartfelt goodbye yes. with uh wool vest as you call her and steve 
Because they're like, yeah, we got to go. And she's like, but how, where will you? I almost thought at the end they were going to morph back to life and be like, now you guys can be our parents and really love us. <laughs> right. But they don't. They they want to go on to, you know, their ghosts are in the in-between world, so they need to yeah. go on to their, you know, angel children realm, mm-hmm. wherever it is they need to go. Um, the mom I back. thought that was the end of the movie. Yeah. And then, like you said, the mom shows up. Yeah. And I like how they, they're basically treating the mom like John Lithgow treated Harry and Harry Anderson's. Where uh. they're like, get out of here. Yeah. You kids don't want you anymore. <laughs> Go away. We don't need you. And <laughs> this movie ends with this ghost mom turning around and just wandering off. Yeah. That's it. Like, that is how this movie ends. The forest. What'd you think of the forest? If I didn't ever see the forest, it, my life would be okay. Okay, all yeah. right. I didn't. <laughs> I feel very bleh about the forest. It I, is, I wouldn't it say is. I hated it with a passion. I, it's right. not that kind of hate, but I totally didn't enjoy it. No, I agree. I feel the yeah. same way. There, there were times in this movie, you know, the the pitchfork bike fight where I was like, "This is great!" Like. The flashback, the whole flashback thing, I was like, I'm down with this. Yeah, this, this is so story, much fun. yeah, this backstory is something yeah. else. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. It was a movie that sort of breezed by, but in the end, I was like, this is not good. This is no. not interesting. It's Mm-mm. not fun. It's not doing anything different. No. So, yeah, it's the biggest blah I could think yeah, of. Yeah, so. it's just a blah. I agree. That's it. The forest, everybody. So hopefully you didn't. Or happy Arbor Day. Happy Arbor Day. Happy Arbor Day, everyone. Yeah. Go plant a tree in memory of those poor children who killed themselves with that. Yeah. Scalpel? Suicide kids. Because oh. their dad was a doctor. I'm not I even don't, sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. So do you have a recommendation? My there? recommendation is a little saucy, if you ask me. Oh, great. It's Lace the Book. Well, <laughs> the one passage. Which I'll read. read to you part of. No. Uh, my recommendation after watching uh, The Forest, where apparently um, if you don't uh, make love with your wife, you mm-hmm. could end up murdering her and living in a cave. My recommendation is to our listeners that have partners, make love to your partner. <laughs> Otherwise, your, your partner might end up cheating on you with the salesman and the repairman or... You might have to murder your partner and then live in a cave. I and like that, how nobody it's wants for your that. Own, like, you know, you might want to have sex because if not, you could kill somebody. Yeah, like, this, this could be your fate. Potential. This could be your fate. That's what Forrest taught me. That's what I, really. You know what? Yeah. I actually like that lesson. I think yeah. it's something, or I'm hoping it's something that people can, you know, Learn from and uh, take with the, into their daily lives. That's what I'm hoping they incorporate it. I don't often give advice in this way on this podcast. Okay. And right. I certainly don't mean to be so um, salacious with my You're advice. You're just trying to help people. Exactly. I, don't, I don't see what the problem that's is. That's what right. it is. That's all it is. But you must have an actual oh. recommendation of a movie. So I uh, want to know what that would be. I do. I do. <laughs> um, and I guess the theme is troubled relationships. Uh, I'm going to recommend a movie called Five Miles to Midnight. It is from, sorry, it's from 1963. Hey, now. I'm looking at my phone right now. Um, It is, it stars Sophia Loren. Oh, I love it. 
Anthony Perkins. Hey. So if you thought two. they weren't in a movie together, they, they are. totally were. I bet. You know, you get a couple of hotties in this movie. Why would hey. you not watch it? Come on. But it's, it's really interesting and it's fun. He is a horrible, um, abusive spouse, Oof. or at least it's sort of alluded to. Yeah. Um, Who could abuse a Sophia Loren? Yes. And they're like about to, she's about to leave him, mm. but then. What happens is he's supposed to be on a plane. Mm. He doesn't go. The plane crashes. He gets a ton of life insurance money. And he's Ooh. like, listen, lady, we got this money. It's so cool. Everybody thinks I'm dead. We got this cash. No big deal. Mm. Things start to go crazy because she is Sophia Loren. So, you know, if you think she's single, you're going to go for it. And she's like pursued by this kind of creepy, aggressive guy. And Anthony Perkins is really possessive. It's it's a really, really great movie. Um, it's black and white, but if you want to see like a couple of hotties like hanging around through an entire movie, I can think of nothing better. This is your film. Yes. Good call. Yes. Because there's not really hotties in this movie, let's be honest, in the forest. No, but, <clears throat> not at all. I mean, no. are you into mustaches? Are you into vests? Yeah, if you like this that stash, might be your then, thing, then you'll. No, I like this recommendation. I like a Sophia Loren, and I, I, yeah. I, I, and Anthony Perkins. I mean, come on, let's check it out. I will. I will say to this movie's credit, mm. and this is nothing against the survivors because, you know, this might just be my personal preference. Let's say. I found it very gutsy of the movie to kill off the two most attractive people in this movie and leave the <laughs> other two alive. <laughs> and I'm not, true. I'm not, I'm no, not saying right. you have to agree, but I just... No, I do the, agree. Yeah, Charlie, who dies, seems more the traditional male lead rather than this permed, mustachioed, <laughs> lanky dude. Well, folks, uh, next episode was not supposed to be a listener-requested episode, but we're doing something this summer, which we'll talk about later, um, yeah. which is a, sort of a theme season, let's say. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I took the two um, Patreon-requested shows, and I bumped one up to May, and I bumped the other one back to September. So we are going to cover a... <laughs> Listener suggested episode, and it's Aaron who suggested, Jamie, I know we just watched Shelley Long, but don't we want to see Shelley Long always. again? I always want to see Shelley Long. Yeah. You know who else I want to see who we haven't seen yet? The Fonz. I want to see Henry Winkler. What did they do together? We're going to watch a movie called Night Shift. Ah. That has to shift. do with, I believe, <clears throat> I'm going to say The Fonz deciding to run a prostitution ring out of a what? morgue. He's so wholesome. What? <laughs> sure, yes. It is a comedy. I have seen still images. We'll see how much fun it actually is. But Aaron really wanted us to watch this. And All right. You know what? Give me more Shelly Long. I'm okay with it. I'm taking it in. Let's do yeah. it. Let's embrace so it. Now, finally, we're back to our usual schedule of yeah. every other week. Yes, because it was it was the lace that got us a little overextended, nice. but we were happy to to be a part of something like that, or I was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we're back to every other every other week. You'll get to hear us chatter on about some maybe listener requested, maybe themed 
Like Arbor Day themed um, right, yes. film. Don't pick. you want more Arbor Day themes? Don't you want me to find more like murderous, woodsy? We could have done Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, he was a plant. He wasn't really a tree, but, you know, close enough. I would have enjoyed that. We really? didn't. More than yeah. this? Really? Yeah, yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> and you too, with the singing and everything, it sounds right up your alley. I know. Oh my God, the amount of times I watched Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my God, I could sing. I could sing all of that. I, don't know, I could sing almost all the songs. But I the dentistry want you to. song, yeah. I could sing the whole dentistry You, with your song. freakiness about the dentist, can sing that dentist song. I would love yeah. that. I think it had something to do with my freakiness. Yeah, I think. I feel like now I'm. I'm a whole. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Well, well. If you want to listen to me sing a song about shooting puppies with my BB gun, oh. uh, I'll sing that song. I'd poison guppies, and when I was done, I'd find a pussycat and bash it in his head. I know all the lyrics to I that I see that. Song. I see them noting that. Wow. Anyway, everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks when we do not talk about Little Shop of Horrors. No. But we talk about Night Shift. Uh, until then, have a great two weeks. See you then. There's nothing to fear. Is People do disappear, but where do they hide? In the dark side of the forest Now don't you get lost Keep watching You'll have to pay the cost Cause many have died In the dark side of the forest slammed him did that yeah. dumb kid say i don't know you'd figure he'd know by now not to say that oh how about that guy barf that serves food at a restaurant and the kids throw up clever every time? clever this is making you better by the minute yeah although their parents dumb watched Dougie. them watch laughing and it was pretty much the same thing true i guess that's true